NCRP Productions presents Unhallowed Metropolis, Secrets in the Sands, Episode 8. Well, good evening. We're playing Unhallowed again. This is Barry. I'll be running the game. And Sequoia is back with us. How's yeah. Grandma doing? She's doing uh, okay. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. All right, well, let's start with Sequoia then. Okay, I'm playing Frankie. He's an undertaker. All right. Hi, hello. I'm Michael. I'm playing Dr. Everett Wolf, the doctor focused on alchemy and chemistry. Hey there, I'm Ty. I'm running Ray Callahan, our currently possessed pugilist. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Hi, this is Matt, and I'm playing Aiden Carter, our antiquarian. This is Jill. I'm playing Raya, the mourner. Hey, everybody. It's Pedro playing Dr. Desmond Wright. Last game, sum up the end is pretty simple. The entire group currently of players are in Aiden's downstairs front room with Mei Ling, who has just stepped away from Ray, who is currently comfortably sitting on the couch and has told the rest of the group, Ray is possessed. So we'll start in right from there. And everyone's going silent. Yeah. Well, Wolf, Wolf's like thinking, because you know, this is a pretty grim thing. I mean, do we know if it's a malignant spirit or is that too early to tell? Through, through hypnotism, no one would know. It's okay. simply that it, he is not in sole possession of his body. How do we remove the spirit from him? I got one idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know how you would remove the spirit. Well, um, much the same way I would remove it. We don't. We don't. Has, we don't have any way of contacting London, do we? I don't believe so. I'll look to you, Aiden. I know somebody who might have some... I'm in my room. I haven't been oh. down there yet. Oh, that's right. Oh, I'm sorry. That's right. Aiden is upstairs. <laughs> oh, um, sorry. You're, you're upstairs. <laughs> so, you guys know that on the Zeppelin ride over, as soon as you got partway across the Mediterranean, oh. the the radio signal that you were using, you specifically, Doctor, staticked and went out. However, you know that Aiden has somehow been in contact with Grayling, because he knew that you guys were coming. That's right. And he was able to get a number of other things. And he's mentioned speaking to Grayling in the past. If we, if we were able to get some form of communication back to London, I guess we could always try and hail uh, Evelyn. She's uh, as close to an expert in these things as somebody I know. So you're in the room with us? Yeah, I'm yeah, staring directly okay. at you guys. Yeah, I'm, a little bit of a <laughs> I'm still just staring I'm directly gonna at you. I'm going to walk up to you. I'm coming over, and not like posturing, but I'm going to walk over and like, do you feel evil? <laughs> I would answer. Ray, before you answer, I would be very cautious with your next words. And truthful. <laughs> I... Feel exactly how I normally do. <laughs> May Ling will walk over uh, to your side. She'll be on your left side. If I remember correctly, Frankie is right-handed. He's any kind of guy. It doesn't uh, matter. It goes both ways. Ambidextrous. All right. Yep. So May Ling still comes on the left-hand side. May Ling okay. will will speak quietly, but it's not like Ray. You can't hear it. She says there is another spirit riding him. But I'm sorry. What <laughs> is that one evil? <laughs> I, again, I can't. I can't what do decide you, that. What do you but mean, spirit? He appears to remain in control. I don't know about all this. I'm with Frankie. <laughs> Someone want to explain to me what's going on here? So I'm gonna look at you really closely. Do I notice his evil eye? <laughs> Does she? 
I mean, she would have. Well, he would have seen it. He, yeah, me, um, yeah. he would have seen again. it at one point because I had to basically peel back my hair mm-hmm. for um, when Mei Ling was doing so her thing. I, I would think if everyone wants to have a chance at looking, just give me a, a quick wits roll, and then we can clear that. Everyone, of course, but <laughs> Aiden's upstairs. My hair is currently down. Ah, a fellow evil eye. I see. Fifteen for wolf. Yes. 12. 17. All right. So it's so all of you have seen it. For what level you take it on, you've seen it. Now, you, Doctor, also have the evil eyes. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. That's why I wear an eye patch all the time. Right. Okay. But but I believe some or all of the group has seen yours as well. I don't know. If, I have I never think, seen the Doctors. No. These two have not. Krell has. Not, yeah. I has and I don't Grayling know. has, but that is because of so long ago time. I don't think time. Raya's ever seen it. No. no, I don't think I have. No, no okay. one's ever seen it. I mean, as far as I think everybody knows, my eyes just bunk. So I'll point to the eye. Is this the evil one? And I'll t- I'm talking to Mei Ling. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, looks, she looks at it hey. and she says, no, I, I believe that is simply an affectation he got from something else. How did that happen? She asked you. It's just something I was born with. They say it's something in the water in, in Ireland. And there you go. It, it's probably something that's come from the blight. You don't seem any different to me, but I don't like the whole spirit writing you thing. I don't like it any more than you do, Frankie. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I'll, you know, I'll notice the cross you're wearing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, have you, I don't imagine that there's any kind of, you know, churches here that you could go to. <laughs> churches here? Oh, that's a good know. one. <laughs> I mean, maybe in the English embassy. Or I guess it's kind uh, of might be now. a might be a Ray. You are not aware of there being an Anglican or a Catholic church here. There are a few mosques. There are meeting places. You don't attend them. No. But you're guessing <laughs> with Frankie having come from London. You're guessing that Frankie is thinking in terms of something Christ-based. Correct. And you're in you, to your knowledge, you have not seen anything like that here. That's not to say that there's no possibility of worship here. You just are not aware of an organized of an organized church. If it is here, I've never seen it. I'm gonna pull my own rosary out of my breast pocket. I'm gonna say, you know, I'm I'm willing to pray with you on this. I, I can't imagine that you feel easy right now. Uh, Everyone's staring at you. Actually, <laughs> Frankie, you good good. I feel relatively fine. I think the only ones that really freaking me out here are you a lot. And and Ray, you will see Mei Ling kind of leans sideways, looks at the rosary beads in Frankie's hand, doesn't make a huge thing of it, but just kind of leans sideways, looks back, and just kind of shakes her head side to side in a kind of a no, but doesn't say anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't done any praying in a long time. Uh, was, was that all that you needed me for? My husband is waiting. Yes, Mailing, I appreciate you coming by. I knew that your expertise on this would be perfect. Uh, I appreciate it. Now, you, <laughs> you, you don't. There's. Uh, I know you said it, but there's nothing you can do to know about excising this. No, no, and I, I wouldn't even know where to start. This is here, as you know. There's spheres that run along the, and she starts going into this long litany about the <laughs> I'm like working remembering little bits hold. from Evelyn's ley thesis. Ley lines, yeah. there we go. She goes into the, the uh, long litany of ley lines, ending with each, each area has its own controls. She says, now if he was in my country, I would know how to start, but I don't even know where we would get the components to start that. Mm-hmm. Maybe 
You should speak to Sarah, but I'll bid my adieu. And she bows let, her head and Before you leave, she let stops. me walk you next door. There's uh, if a lot you of wish. violence happening out on the streets right now, and I'd hate to see for something to happen to you. Uh, very good, very good. Mailing. So she'll let you leave. Yeah. Mailing? Yes. I'm never getting out of here. Yeah, I know. very quick Cut the bill. <laughs> I wish to apologize for my tone and my misuse of your skills. Uh, accepted. Very good, Doctor. I'll walk her back next door. Okay. And I don't want to interrupt her. While, while, they're, while they are out and then Raya comes back in, are you guys doing or saying anything? I'm just looking at Ray. I'm like, what's, what's going on over here? <laughs> well, if we had had more time, I, I was I, thinking of asking whether it could possess you enough to harm anybody. But I suppose, Ray, and I mean no offense to this, if it comes to that, that's why we have Frankie and Raya. Unfortunately, my uh, research in parapsychology is not as up to snuff. Oh, as... yeah. I have a parapsychology, too. I have a degree in that as well. Does, does everyone want to give me a role? Will it give us something? I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll take a role. I took parapsychology for some I mean, reason. I'm really Why studying, would you take right? parapsychology? Well, we're gonna... well, it was a minor. <laughs> we're going to try not to let it's, it's that currently, happen. It's currently one of the coursework, or it's one of the classes of Eaton. I got an 18. No, elementary school. It was an easy minor. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking for any kind of evil twitches. Unfortunately, I only got a 10. 10? Yeah, well, that's, what, that's 14, me normally. 14, that's not fair. Right. I and, got an 18. And an 18. Dang, Frankie. Yeah. So, Frankie, possession exists in your realm. People have talked to you about people being possessed. You have been brought in on a couple of instances, even through the church. Remember, you used to work for the church. Mm-hmm. Even through the church, you've been brought in on a couple of instances where somebody was supposedly possessed. Now, the possession cases that you have been involved in, nobody's ever seemed to be in control like Ray is yeah. now. Okay. Ray does not appear to be exhibiting anything that is abnormal to what you know of Ray for the, what, past 24 hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty much. But he's not raving, speaking in tongues, his head's not spinning around, he's yeah. not vomiting. Okay, I'm going to kind of fall back to like where the doctors are. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, <laughs> we're both just staring at him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's just like, it's like, well, it's like going, unfortunately, in. it's not been my own series of expertise. Yeah. I mean, no, no knocking on Mei Ling or anything. She's a real smart lady, but this doesn't look like any possession I've ever encountered. We don't even know what he's possessed by. I mean, how many things can you be? There's, there's spirits, demons. I think we need to talk to Aiden and we need to talk with Sarah. And see if there's anyone local who might know more Sarah about left for for you guys. <laughs> it is Sarah. Sarah, Sarah, bring it up. <laughs> Sarah, Sarah brought him out a watered down alcohol, looked at him, and left. So Sarah knew she what didn't was happening. Run. She very calmly walked out. I reminded you guys last time that she not only walked out, she shut the door. Yeah. But she walked out. Maybe she's going to get what's required to excise this. I don't. I don't. I don't that's what she was doing. Two bandoliers, hands of both hands. I was all like, she's down at the unemployment office. I'm sorry. One line of English. I got the cure. At the very least, Aiden is very well connected here in Cairo, especially in certain circles. I think he might know someone who could who could help Ray. And Ray, that sounds completely reasonable to you. You know what he does for work. Not necessarily he spirit works with stuff. Old stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
antiquities, but also curses. So of, that, of which I didn't believe like a couple right, hours right. ago. Right, right. I get, I get that. And now I'm being told possess. Right, well, and, and you've got down and talked. So, what are we doing? Well, um, Ray, if you feel yourself becoming possessed or murdery in any way, just let us know and we'll deal with it then. I'll get right on that, though. No, doc. hold, stop. You should be escorted at all times in case you are overcome. I'm not being overcome by anything. I'm fine. Not I'm, yet. You wouldn't know. I think I would know if I was being possessed by an evil spirit. Actually, Ray, Frankie's idea is pretty valid. I really think that either Frankie or myself should be with you at all times. Yeah, at I least agree. until we can figure uh, out great. what's going on. The bodyguards on. got bodyguards. I would postulate you made it all the way back here without knowing you were possessed. So. There's a knock at the front door. Oh my. I'll um, answer it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, I, I point to you. Dr. Wright and say go in the back room. Oh, yes, I should. Where's my sheesh? (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll go to the back room. Frankie and I are going to answer the door. Together? Yeah. Together. Very good. So there are three members of the NP standing standing at the door. Door opens. They they step back. You have a distance that you guys can actually step out of the door. There's that much distance. I'm just going to stay in the door. Are you in the doorway and I'm holding the door? Yeah. Okay, I'm not going to say anything. I'm letting Ryan take this one. Okay, so the first one speaks to you, obviously in Egyptian. I'm going to say I do not speak Egyptian. Uh, and 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 he 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 nods. He says something. Do I catch what's I going on? I said that on? in English. Yes, he he. You heard him say is is uh, the man of the house here. So he <clears> looks <throat> back at you're guessing the younger one just by quick facial again. They all of the EMP wear a very stylized canvas mask uh, or, or canvas breather. The one says, uh, is Aiden home? Who's asking? <laughs> and, and the young one, the young one looks, looks at the other two, looks at you, looks at his own clothes. He seems to be bewildered and uh, he says, uh, police. I'll, uh... I mean, I'm looking to Ryan. I'm thinking, let's close the door and we'll go so, from there. I'm going to stand in the doorway and I'm going to say, Frankie, will you go upstairs and get Aiden? Yeah, and, you know, I'll come and fetch you. So, I'll uh, be standing in the door where they cannot get through. Unless they go through you. Unless they go through okay. me. And I'm standing in such a way that they cannot see in to peek around. Okay, will, so Frankie's basically pushed the door behind you. Yeah, I will knock Not on suspicious your door. at all. All right, so I'll go. Uh, I'll go open it. I got like a bunch of various Bibles, and I'm like opening them up to different pages discussing the. You're carrying them down? No, I have them on my table. Oh, so yeah. Frankie comes and sees yeah, yeah, and they're like, I'm all in the sections with the curses, the plagues of Egypt. Got it. Say, what's uh, going on? Coppers are here for you. Oh, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Uh, I probably was holding one book, so I'll go set that down. And I will make my way downstairs. So the younger the younger one you can see is a little uncomfortable. The other two are just standing there. You feel like this is a normal position for them. But the young one's a little bit fidgety. And a couple times you, you watch him look down the street. So Aiden's place is basically at a corner that turns with Aiden forward to the left. Okay. So he'll, watch, he'll look down and every so often he'll look back down the street. 
you will notice, since you're going to have time, I'm certain you're not staring them down at every second. Nope. You will notice that the orange haze from the fires that was farther into town appears to be disappearing. Additionally, of course, the dark is starting to affect that as well. Okay. Um, But that red glow is mostly gone. You do, for the first time where you recognize it, because it is so freaking quiet here, you guys just standing, you hear dogs bark. Okay. That's not a familiar sign or familiar sound to you. Back in England, that is not common. If they're barking, they're they're barking at you, but not just you know the midnight bark. A couple dogs barking at different places the in in the bark. area because we eat them, right? Right. right. Yeah. Yes. Yes, we do. Cool. All right. Oh, well, okay. not so. We... Aiden, you come down. The door is almost completely shut. <laughs> All right. So that, that's where you draw the line. Huh? Yeah. I'll be kind of looking around for. Uh, Ray is sitting down. Dr. Wolf, you are? Wolf is in the kitchen. He, well, actually, he's actually getting, like, some of his stuff together. Uh, so Wolf is not in the in the front room? Not at the moment. So only Ray is st- sitting down, and you followed by Frankie. That's everybody. Okay, so I'll kind of, like, go, huh, we're sorry at, and I'll open the door. Uh, and there's Raya literally blocking the oh, doorway. quick recall. I would have said Sara left as basically, well, I don't know. I don't, I don't, were you here for that part? I was no. here for that part. When Sara left? I didn't yeah. see Sara leave. No, no, Aiden was not downstairs. If he was not there, I would inform you this happened. Okay. Odd. All right. So uh, I'm opening the door, and I'll be coming and out. And Raya's right in the way. Closing so, the door behind me. Well, I, so what do you do? You're not going to walk through Raya, right? Well, I'm, I'm I just I move out of the way for Aiden. Right. Do you step off the stoop, or do you step into the house, Raya? Into the house. All right. And then you step out and shut the door? Uh, Yeah. Probably. Okay, so they're going to be speaking to you in Egyptian. Yes. Or not, specifically not Anglican English. And he's he's going to ask you, he says, "Do I am I speaking to Aiden? I've forgotten your last name, I apologize. Aiden Carter, right? Did I do yes, it right? Of course. Did I do it? No, yeah, yeah, did I do it right? Yeah, all right. So am I speaking with Aiden Carter? You are uh, a local antiquarian? Yes, I am. Uh, very good. I so am, I'm hurt that you do not recognize me. So he turns. He seems to ignore that. He turns from you to the to the older of the two behind him. Asks for asks for some. Um, uh, can you give me the papers? He hands him the paper. He says, "So we are we are presently on a mission from." Stops for a moment and he says, "From the caliph, we we are looking for a man. Possibly he would have run across you. Older gentleman, walks with a cane." from London, would have been here looking into animate reanimation. I, th- I think it is is what we've understood. This is what we were set. How the hell did they know that? Well, <laughs> I know. Oh, you know what? I know too now. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, I'm so mad. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm so mad. I'm, I'm curious. Is there a reward? <laughs> uh, this, this gets all three of them looking at each other. Go ahead and give me oh, a... Why am I queasy all of a sudden in my own room? <laughs> <laughs> give me a psychology roll. Uh, I do not have psychology. Give me a charm <laughs> okay. She's called me. They're taking me. I'm going blasted. <laughs> 12. So with a 12, you know how the ENP works. The ENP works mostly by bribes. But not exclusively by bribes. Some of them get paid by not handing over a full reward. Right. So you see them all kind of look at each other, and you read that, yeah, there probably was. Right. And he says, there is a small reward, but it would be for any information that would help in the capture of the man. Presently, we're simply trying to, to locate him. I believe, and he's looking at the paper that he has in front of him, and it's 
he's not hiding it from you, and you can see it is it is it is scrawled, meaning it's it's hand printed. It's not it's not type typewritten or everything. You do see what he says. He says there is presently. Did we ever come up with what we're using for money? No. All right, then we're going to just stake it, stake it in normal numbers. So five, there's a reward of five pounds for any information leading to. We believe he would have come in within the last four or five days. He was seen in the marketplace. He has been identified by a number of individuals. Well, sadly, uh, he did come by here three days ago. He was inquiring about uh, various sundries. And then he promptly left. He said something about heading to the uh, blah, blah, blah dig. Ah, okay. And the items that he was looking for? Amulets and things like that. Nothing. I told him that whoever had uh, told him such things was probably misinformed. You'll notice the one who handed in the paper is writing in a small... Uh, not not booklet, it's not bound, but a sheaf of papers that has uh, some kind of lamb's wool t- uh, tie in the upper corner. He's, he's writing down, he sits, and he, the amulets, these, these are something that you would normally p- procure for someone? It's something I could procure, but uh, he was worried about uh, so-called supposed curses. Ha ha ha, laugh at the, you know, dumb... They don't laugh. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, Especially I, after tonight. <laughs> we don't get paid a lot. And then I'll say, but yeah, he left. He did ask me, though about the location where he may uh, procure some hashish. And I told them, of course, that I am not someone who would be interested of in course. such a thing. The of course. just wafts down the stairs. <laughs> Eureka! So... <laughs> what was that? Um, <laughs> my hashish senses are going... So, he, he'll, he'll ask... So these these amulets, could you could you tell us? Do you remember specifically which amulets? Sure, and I'll uh, tell him like an amulet of bass, an amulet of. Uh, and the guy you're talking to, he keeps looking back at the one who's writing. Who's uh, Hathor and a amulet of. Uh, can you can you give us uh, an indication of what each of these amulets does? Ah, well, uh, he was truly misguided. I told him that the uh, amulet of. Bass was for fertility, uh, which him being a gentleman, at least I believe, uh, would probably not be very useful toward him. And then he was looking for Hathor because he believed it was a uh, uh, had to deal with the dead. And I explained to him that Hathor actually was a goddess of life and living and medicine, depending on what dynasty we're talking about. And then the third one he asked for... I, I mean, to be perfectly honest, I, I don't even, I've never even heard of it. I think he, I think the poor man had been led astray. Did you get the feeling that he knew what he was asking for in, in any of the three amulets? Do you believe he had knowledge? He seemed like a very, very uh, kind gentleman. I, he didn't seem nefarious to me in any way. He also seemed a bit confused, but... And was he looking to purchase these amulets? Was he trying to find information on them? Yes, he was hoping to acquire them. Is there, and, and I, I apologize that this sounds rude, but is there anyone else that could have provided the amulets 
whether they exist or not, that might have provided the ambulance form that we might go speak to. It's, it's, it's about this time Wolf's coming down. He's got his canvas mask starting to be set on. And he sees when you the say coming, wait, the wait, wait. When you say coming down, you were in the kitchen in the back of Aiden, so you were coming out of that kitchen? Uh, yeah, yeah, I got my canvas okay, mask. Okay, coming out. Okay, I've, the door I've is told. shut. Okay. The front door is shut. You can hear speaking on the front okay. porch. I, uh, I I just sort of wait by the door, since I'm hearing this, and I mean, it's Egyptian, so I don't yep. know. Right. what's going on but well, I recognize I'm Aiden's voice still in the kitchen mm. by the door I'll let and doctors you know outside uh, on, the, on the the center round smoking yeah whatever like the back of the building right. would be uh, and I then, mean not, not hashish just my regular pipe okay and Ray is still sitting on the cushions I think <laughs> uh, I would I would get up and move around yeah okay um Getting but food, alcohol, water, just literally alcohol. wandering. Okay. Get alcohol. I mean, you know where the alcohol is. All right. Very good. So. Well, uh, to, uh, he had said he had spoke, uh, he was going to speak to a, and I'll give him the name of the gentleman who. Uh, Amir Kujani. <laughs> right. And, yes. Yes. We know of you, him. Between you and me, I, I warned him because I heard that he is made quite the business producing fakes, but. He said he would uh, keep that in mind and go uh, check on them. May I ask you, um, in in your opinion, if someone were to procure a fake for something that they believed in, what would be the effect? Well, um, maybe I should ask you a different question. Do you believe in in these amulets? Do you believe they have powers? Uh, I believe there is. Uh, I believe there's something to them, as there's plenty of documented cases of events surrounding them are happening so if you were to get a false amulet what would that do i don't believe it would work very good very good there is another gentleman's name who has come up in our searches and he looks looks around the page and then flips the page over he says rustan farat and that's the other one who was at at the caliphs when you were brought there do you know this one ah yes he is a, a good friend of mine very good. And and would he potentially be somebody who would also potentially be able to procure these items? You know, I I do not believe so. Uh, poor, uh, he, he's been suffering because of the, just the flood of uh, replicas from uh, the one gentleman. From Amir? Yes. Very good. Anyone else that we should be looking into? Well, personally, I would be, I would take a very sharp look into Amir's business. Uh, I have heard that he has been possibly using the uh, medallions for trafficking other things as well and using the poor street kids. In fact, I heard today he had one uh, killed because he was threatening to uh, go to the EMP and discuss what he discovered. Uh, we appreciate this information. Um, I will look into that as well. Um, while you guys are talking, this is dogs are not uncommon here but you will watch a dog come down the street behind the run down the street behind them run past you give me a wits roll all right oh, dog. Uh, 14 with a 14 you see that it has something in its mouth uh, something round and a little little bit of a little bit bloody and it runs down and past you and runs down the street all right I swear it's a jackass. <laughs> what a good boy. Just no, it's a, it's a standard street <laughs> boy. Is there uh, anything else I could help you with? 
He he looks he looks back at the older one. The the young one has has the younger one, maybe a couple years younger, but you can identify that he is, has has still continued to be fidgety. When when the dog came running down, he didn't see it. But when the dog turned the corner and he saw it, he he looked and he he now looks more uncomfortable. He says, No, and he the uh, the lead officer, the one that's been speaking with you, takes out his card, hands it to you. He says, in the case that you come up with something, and he takes out a pen and writes on it. With he says, this is the case number. If you would please get a hold of us, I'd appreciate it. Certainly, very good. If you think of anything, anything at all, and they the three of them kind of give you the nod, and uh, the lead one says, a good day to you, sir. Thank you for your time. Good day to you. And they leave. And they leave down the direction. They leave your porch, start walking slightly there. The young one then leans in, very quietly says something, and the two of them look at him, and they jog down the street in the direction the dog went. Okay. Um... Did you you know about the fires? Did Aiden know about the fires? Yes. All right, so same same thing that Raya finds, sees. As you take that moment, you'll notice that the orange glow is nearly gone. Okay. Um, I'll go inside and, like, close the door. Okay. What, what was that all about? Um, it believes, I believe the good doctor has perhaps some enemies, or, but he has been, the cops have been looking for him for uh, some time. Hmm. They're specifically looking for him? Yes. Uh, they they explained that they were looking for him because he has interests in uh, ne- necromancy. That was fair. Basically, that's the way you take it. Sure. Mm. Anim- uh, mm. Animates, mm. I believe, is what the British use. Peek my head in. Like, kind of see him. <laughs> yeah. They're Wolf, all away. Wolf's face is inscrutable underneath the off the mask as he's just kind of like, and it's almost like a weird sort of like bird-like, you know, tilt of his head as he's sort of thinking about that. He goes, was there anything in particular that they said about the doctor? Was it um, in their inquiries about him? Um, more that they uh, they were looking for him to for questioning. Mm-hmm. And by name. Yes. The only one who knew Dr. Wright by name was the people in the embassy. I would, I, I would not see them having interest or having contacts within the police, but that is a, that could be potential. We could go and have a conversation. I don't think it's a good idea to be going to a place that is uh, haunted and we should probably forget about yeah, won't be haunted for too much longer. That was kind of the deal, if I remember correctly, yeah. is you guys were kind of told mm-hmm. to let the place remain haunted. Right. Yeah. Uh, I didn't see any ghosts. I saw what looked like maybe tricks of the light or something. Does anybody come and get me? Well, uh, <laughs> I'll come and open the back door for you and let you know that they're gone. Smoking my pipe, staring up at the sky. <laughs> uh, are they gone, Raya? They're gone. Excellent. All right. I'm pouring drinks. Who wants some? I have avoided the police once again. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Does anyone know why uh, Sarah left? She um, took a look into... Oh, you weren't there. Ray is possessed. I'm not possessed! (laughs) Oh, you most certainly are possessed. He doesn't seem that possessed. And Ray's pouring glass after glass. (laughs) Didn't everyone want something? (laughs) Uh, Apparently, when Sarah... Well, actually, it's a good thing you're here. I need to do this. Sarah had an incident 
earlier this evening, um, sudden shock, um, panic, stress. Um, I had to write something down about what was going on, and he hands the note that he had her write, which I'm sure just explains that she felt someone died, and you know. Oh, so so this was that was prior to her talking to Ray. Yes. Right. So so the the short note that she writes you is the the doctor asked me to write down what I felt, and what would, how would she say it? She would say, "I felt a man die. I can't give you more than that." Interesting. I'll take that and fold it up. Yeah. What does it say? Uh, she felt someone uh, dying, a man. Same thing that Dr. Wright said happened to the um, young woman in the house that he was at. Exactly. Yes, exactly. So, Aiden, if you will give me... Oh. I'm going to go with an intellect roll. Okay. Eight, six, so that's 15. So the 15, you, you can remember... And, it, you know, it's not that it would have been important throughout, but being who you are, you remember that Aunt Sarah, uh, that your, your it's father's sister, right? Uh, that your father had said that she had strong feelings, that all, all through her life, she just knew things. Often she would say she knew things and they wouldn't be correct, but she was correct once in a while. She just seemed to be connected to something. Never really been important because she's never exhibited anything that's affected you. But you do remember that from your past. All right. Um, Ray, can you come over here to this mirror with me? Uh, <laughs> sure. I will say before I go, Aiden. Totally bringing a shot glass with me, <laughs> but yeah. And what mirror are you bringing him to? I'm going to take him over to like a small mirror I have. Okay. Um. In the, so, in the in the uh, sitting room? Right, so I'm, I'm kind of working off my mythology because supposedly people are possessed. You could sometimes see the ghost in the mirror, so I'm going to see if that... There's maybe a spirit there or something. Okay, so what does he do? What do you do? I'm watching I... with bated breath also. Look at the mirror. All right, so you expect to see... Something, Frankie. Do you have any expectations? He hasn't said any reason why. Yeah, I'm expecting a boogeyman. Very good. Both <laughs> both of you guys, give me a roll. Um, hey, give me Look. a what would it be? I think it would be a wit roll. Okay. Yeah. My worst roll. Uh, actually, <laughs> oh actually, God. I'll take it back. It could also be a thanatology roll if you have it. Right. I don't got that. <laughs> Wait, you don't have thanatology? What? Oh, <laughs> you just kill things. You don't think about them. That's right. Okay. So Usually, if you hit them in the head, they go down. Two zero twenty. Two zero. Fifteen. Fifteen. Neither of you guys see anything. Ray. Ray basically looks like Ray. I mean, you guys can do the weird kind of angle it different. Look below him. Look above him to the point where Ray gets uncomfortable. But you guys see nothing. I'm a I told you, I'm not possessed. Are there any local experts Swig. or holy people here <laughs> that may be able to uh, evaluate him and help him? Yes, there's one really close. <laughs> but uh I would need to do some research first. And uh I'm concerned that my aunt walked out of here, so I need to go find her. Yes, we're not quite sure where she walked out to. She just but left. You have a reasonably good idea. Before you go, uh, who's at the door? More police looking for you. Ah, did they give you any information on why? Because you are a trafficker in uh, necromancy and animating the dead. I'll look at Wolf. 
Wolf <laughs> <laughs> kind of shrugs. It's like I'm sorry. They, what? They, the only people who would know specifically who you were here or what you are study in would probably be, well, the place that we should probably forget about. Oh, that place. And then I think, you know, so I'm thinking and I'm like, ducky. Well, with that, as I already discussed with Dr. Wright, there's people out there who are in need of a doctor and a, and the Hippocratic Oath has no borders. So, I will be going out. I will see you. We'll see how long this takes. Perhaps uh, you should not go alone. You need to take either Frankie or I with you. No, well, Wolf's, Wolf's waiting expectantly to see which one of you is going to volunteer. <laughs> Frankie is not volunteering. <laughs> I will Apparently one you. of you is stuck with me, so... Yeah, I got Ray. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not my rule, by the way. I, I got a question. Did you... Do you actually say in character, oh, that place? Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I'm a little... I, I, I'm cognizant a lot of times. <laughs> Ray. Yeah? What did you mean by, oh, that place? You sound like you had meaning behind it. Well, they... On my little jaunt back here from my um, little <laughs> cult experience, um, they did stop me and ask for... A sultan, a certain older doctor walking around with a cane. <laughs> they being the police? Yes. Uh, we were walking around um, near, I was, end up walking through the market district trying to throw whoever it was off my trail. And you told them? That I saw, that I saw, that I thought I saw you going to the embassy. Ah. Never mind, I'll take Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> so... Wolf's like, oh, I'm hated for slightly less. That's what it is, man. <laughs> Great. So part of my predicament of, well, they know more of me than they should would lay on your shoulders then, Ray, yes? What? No. Friggin' E-N... Is it E-N-P? E-N-P. Okay. Egyptian they... National Police. They end up meeting a bunch of armed guys in that in the haunted embassy. There's no way they're gonna just sit down and have a nice little chat. Probably ended up in a gunfight for all we know. Say one of them were to survive, like, oh, I don't know, somebody who's not really in for combat, somebody who probably hid, somebody who probably waited and then was taken and tortured and asked many many questions about a man walking around Cairo with a cane. What would you say about that then, Ray? <laughs> how long ago did that happen? How long was I running to the market? How long ago was I running to the market district? I'm gonna go with about an hour and a half, maybe two hours ago. Quick interrogation. <laughs> I mean, I've beaten information out of people before, but that was an hour and a half, two hours ago. I doubt they could have got that information out of them. Besides. ENP are rather trigger happy in those situations. I doubt anyone would have survived. Right. I don't think necessarily that. And to make that poignant point, you guys hear distant gunfire, maybe 15 or 20 shots, and then silent. Well, not exactly very tolerant, our police force. That's true. I guess if we ever see Ducky again, I'll have to ask him a few of my own questions. Well, we might want to go speak to this ducky 
because uh, he might, if he's not the one who uh, talked to the ENP, he may know someone who might be interested. If there's anything left. <laughs> I would be quite interested in meeting Ducky, yes. Well, Ducky was very interested about our airships, so. Yes. So, um, I would advise that you and Ray, you stay here. Oh, come on. Ready? Yeah, I don't. If they're looking for you, they'll be coming around, and I promised, uh, not Dr. Greybeard, um... Dr. Greybeard! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mr. Grayling, that I would take good care of you. <laughs> That's just what popped into my head. I like, I like, I like that much better. <laughs> Look, I got a degree! <laughs> um, Dr. Wright, I'm, I've got a degree now, aren't you proud of me? You're like my second father. <laughs> Well, I don't want to be just sitting around here the whole time. Well, there's there's a chessboard. There's you know. <laughs> chessboard. Doctor Wright's going to be here. <laughs> I have a very nice library. He <laughs> just stares you, blankly. Remember, you him. have your room here too. You My room to sit around alone in while I drink. And maybe if uh, if people... well, they're going to go talk to someone who might have a little bit of action. There's no way. That's a fair point. Perhaps you should come along, Ray. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Where are you saying? Going? Well, aren't we going to go talk to Ducky? You're not You're going anywhere. Yeah, no. no, I'm, I'm going to go find my aunt. Oh, okay. Well, then I misread the situation. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the Hishish doctor. <laughs> well, I have not had any of that in several hours. <laughs> but if we're just going to be in... I, I pull my mask up and go... Hmm. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. You've caused enough trouble already. I've caused enough trouble. I haven't done anything wrong. I've helped the child while I was here. I've only done good here. <laughs> in, in, in Dr. Wright's uh, defense, uh, Cairo is kind of a city of intrigues. Uh, I don't think any of this is possibly his fault. You don't know him well enough. <laughs> this What's... is absolutely his fault. I figured since uh, Grayling is such a powerful individual, perhaps these are enemies of his, but... I mean, considering all the things I've been through, I probably caused all this. <laughs> There's a knock at the door. Oh, oh again! <laughs> I'll be back so, in the yard! So, so, that you, so, that, so that you don't act with weird with this, and Ray, you probably wouldn't either. This is not abnormal. It's, it's, it's not late in the evening yet. Right. And you do get knocks at all kinds of hours. Right. So I'll go to the door. So Wright goes back at least into the kitchen or you back out to the yard? I'll go out to the yard. Okay. <laughs> Frankie? I'm lurking behind uh, Aiden. All yeah, right. I will also lurk. Lurking. Yeah, all right. Lurking. Three, three lurkers <laughs> and Ray, are you still on the pillows? Um, oh, no, you were drinking. I'm, You're in I'm the kitchen. The, I'm at the kitchen um, counter, just like knocking back. Is there like an act casual role? <laughs> in the yard? No. <laughs> no <laughs> these guys are all lurkers. <laughs> yeah, it's, it might be a little bit weird. I'm not, um, behind the door is what I'm assuming. <laughs> so uh, I'll open the door. All right. So on, on your front stoop, stoop are three, and, and this is what you've known them to be, the Bedouins. Right. Uh, they come out of the desert. You, you've always been surprised at how they have been successful surviving out there. 
you have animates, you have other things out there as well that you haven't told anyone about yet. Um, I didn't want to plus the heat, but they bring you stuff periodically. And give me a wits roll. You know, usually if you start off telling them about the 10 second beetles, right. everyone just freaks <laughs> out. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> An experiment, so, you say. Something uh, to bring to the zoo. Wits, right? <laughs> wits, yes, please. Okay, so 19. So with a 19, um, you, you know, again, they, they, they don't have the nice canvas masks you guys do, but they do wear a double set of sheets across the front of their face. But eyes are reasonably expressive, and over time when you see someone repetitively, there are, there are two of them, Akbar and Nod, the third one you don't know. They have they come to you fairly regularly. Generally, what you've been able to do is purchase stuff from them very inexpensively. Most of what they bring tends to be papyri, scrolls, that kind of thing. Every once in a while, they'll bring small pottery shards. A couple of times, they brought you stuff that has intrinsic value, gold, silver, gems of sorts. But again, most of the time, it's paper stuff. And... Uh, they, they immediately, when you open the door and they see that it's you, all, all three of them bow fairly deeply. They drop, they drop, don't drop to a knee, but they drop one knee, bringing their bodies down, and their head and shoulders bow forward. Turbans, turbans are full of dust. It looks like they literally just came in. Time-wise, you know that the city should be locked down. So, again, something that's run through your mind before, how do they get in? Right. Because the the city should have been shut down by your best guess at this point an hour and a half ago. Nobody comes in or out of the gate. Officially, no one comes in or out of the gate. It happens. But in, in realism, uh, nobody comes in or out of the gate after 7. So, or after effectively after dark. Ah, uh, my, my friends, please come in. Sit down. Make yourselves at home. I will be right back, and I'll go get them water and bring them. Okay, so the, so the three of you, the the three of you are um, standing as as he backs up, and yeah. you're lurking. What yeah. do you guys do? Well, we're gonna back up because he's clearly letting people in, and uh, I take an assessment of the people, but obviously can't they see they are they're gonna look at each of you. Do, what do you do, Frankie? Yeah, I'll, I back up. I'm not like gonna fight these people. Okay. So far. When I see that they're friends of. Aidens, I will relax and step aside. Okay. Well, they, they'll walk past you and sit down. They'll do what Aiden asked them to do. They, they, they will look at you. What, you. what you see is the upper part of bridge of the nose up and lower part of the forehead and the eyes. That's basically it. Other than that, their, their uh, clothing is dirty. They're somewhat dusty, but the clothing you can tell with, with the stains, the pit stains, and across the front, they probably don't have too many sets of clothing, if even one more than this. They do have a, a smell to them. It's not overly odorous, but your, your guess is maybe three or four days. They have not, they have not washed these clothes. Um, but they sit, they, they, they don't seem to be affected by you guys at all. Um, all three of them are, are shorter, five, five, one, five, two. So I think they're shorter than all of you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I'll bring out the washing bowl, mm-hmm. I'll pour water in it, and then I'll each hand them like a rag so they can, mm-hmm. like the tradition. Basically. And you guys will watch wash as each of them takes a rag, and they all go out of the same bowl, no problem. They will they will wash. They will take their scarves around their mouths down. They will wash their face and then put the mm-hmm. rag back in. Wash their hands two times with the rag, string the rag rag out, lay it on the side of the bowl, brush their hands on their on their clothing, pull their uh, rags back up around their face. 
And then um, I'll walk over to uh, Rhea. Um, I need to speak with them. Would you be so kind as to look in on my aunt for me? Absolutely. Where is she? I think she may be at... Right. So so you think she's at a friend of hers house, which is just three doors down well, on the opposite side of the street. One okay. of the things that's going to be immediately in your head, Raya doesn't speak Egyptian. Um, if you write her a letter, I can deliver it. All right, so I'll write. What did you, what did you what do you write? Auntie, you left suddenly. What's wrong? Please come back and let me know. And then Aiden. All right, very good. Right. So Raya, you're just going to take it, walk out the front door, and head over. Yeah. Very yeah. good. And uh, what are you guys doing? I am. One so of the are you still going to stay there? Or are you going to leave as well? I'm, well? I'm intending to try and go out and help what people I can that are out there in this crisis. So, so. you two leave as well. Yeah, I, I tag along. Very good. So, Ray's in the kitchen. <laughs> the guy that you guys totally just said is to not be left alone right. is now alone in the Ray's kitchen. Ray's in the kitchen. There's only two of us. <laughs> right, right. It's is okay. In the there's, backyard. there's four people in the kitchen now. You're you're outnumbered. This would be great. Wait, how many people in the kitchen? Unless no. No, no, there's front room. Within you. <laughs> there's a front room in the kitchen. <laughs> I'll, I'll go into the kitchen. I'm hungry. All right. Front room are the three Wait, Bedouins and eight. Kitchen guess, now is you and Ray. Can I I can go into the kitchen without being like in the view of the front room? Sure. Absolutely. Okay, cool. All right. So you, you've, you've given them water. They I haven't done shots in a while. The other sure. people have left, which you watch them watch them go, but yeah. no reaction. And? So, gentlemen, uh, how are you this evening? And they'll go through the pleasantries with you, tell you they're doing well. The the lead one's sister has has gotten over whatever the cough was. The group has not lost anyone in the last week, which is you know is is uh, uh, a great boon, praise Allah. And he will he will then now knowing you and you guys have kind of a format now knowing that the pleasantries are done, he will pull out of his sleeve a collection of scrolls. And he hands them to you. He says, I believe these may have been what you asked me for weeks ago. I will, you know, carefully kind of go through yep. them. You'll, do, you, do you go get your gloves or anything? Uh, yeah, I'll go right, get my good. tools. So you go through your regular stuff, lay it out. Now, I don't know the antiquarian very well. There is there is a skill or an ability, if I remember correctly, that allows you to identify real from fake. Right. It's a, a praise. Give me that one. All right. Uh, 16. So with a 16, they, they all appear to be older. You can estimate where a couple of them are. You would need to do a little bit more tests, acids, and that type of thing. But they do appear to be real. They appear to be authentic. Now, one of the nice things with the Bedouins is they generally don't take much money for it. What little you can give them. You have known that there are items that you can give them. Normally, you would have a stock of that... Well, I was going to say, um, I know you don't take cash too much, but uh, would you like You're, some scop or uh, possibly... So uh, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't ask them. Right. You just know this. You wouldn't ask them. You know that they would. there are items they would rather have. Food, rope, live animals, all of those. At present, what I was going to say is if you will give me a... I am going to go with an intellect roll. Um, what I'm basically looking at is how much do you have on hand? Uh, 11, 14, 16 are your breaks. Okay, uh, so that is going to be 18. So with an 18, so you have you have all the options. Rope and food are normally the best. Now, give me another appraise roll, 
for your estimation of the value of these scrolls? So, uh, 17. So with the 17, these, the, these scrolls, you're thinking uh, a couple of rope, um, lines of rope. I don't know what you would call it. Spools? Coils? I'm not sure. Probably coils. I mean, I think I'd measure in, in yeah, feet. Coils of rope? Yeah, yeah. Approximately 100 feet of rope. Two, right. two piece, uh, lengths of 50. And then you have you have a box of the package scop. Right. And I know that I wrote down somewhere what it's called here. I do not remember what it was. Well, um, I'll put a pound of scop in on it. Okay. So pound in the two ropes. And he nods his head as he says, as always, I thank you. I bless you. My family does does well only because you do. Is there anything you're looking for? Have, has anything odd occurred in the desert that your tribe's people have seen? Or bad omens? Oh, bad omens. There's always bad omens. Every The wind constantly brings bad omens. <laughs> Specifically, though, I, I, I'm certain what you are asking for was, was the fire from the heavens this evening. Yes. He says, we saw it. We saw it as we came in. He had said, it seemed to be around your... Airstrip and your downtown. And he says, I, I don't believe it went outside the city's walls. Hmm. Is your tribe familiar? And I'll describe the statues I've seen. Like Antwerp. Those guys? Yeah. He, 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 says the, he says, of course, the imagery, but not specifically those. Hold there. So, Raya, you'll get over to the, the house, at least by description. There are three doors at the top of the stoop. He didn't tell you uh, he which didn't door. Tell me which door. Sorry, no. oversight. Okay. Is there a light on? No light. In any of the. Oh, in the rooms. I'm sorry, not on the in front the porch. Rooms? So as you're looking at the building, yeah, there are there is some kind of candle oil that type of thing in every window. There just aren't that many windows. Okay. Yeah, there's three different windows. There is a what I'm going to call ground floor, which is what the stairs go up to on on in all the places here. There is a second floor. There is there is a smaller bank of windows. The windows themselves are maybe two feet tall, but the bank of windows is maybe ten feet long. And then on the third floor, there is one large bay window. There is there are lights in all of them. Okay. Well, I will just knock on one of the doors. Which one? Left, middle, right? Um. Uh, let's do the left. Very good. Give me a D10 roll. Oh one. Oh one. There is no answer. Okay, I will knock on the next door. Very good. Give me a D10 roll. Seven. Huh. So with this seven, a man comes to the door, and he he speaks in Egyptian. You you've heard it enough times that you figure it's some type of a greeting. Hello, what? <laughs> but it's one of kind of those one one word. Explain yourself at my okay. front door. So I'm going to say um, Sarah's name. Uh huh. And kind of hold up the letter. So you are probably surprised. He reaches out and grabs the letter. If you don't specifically want to fight him, and it was quick, so you'd have to roll, he's going to open it. Are you fighting him? I actually, uh, yes, I, I am going All right, to uh, so try go and ahead, grab it out of his hand. Go ahead and give me a coordination roll. Get him, Ryan. If Ryan kills this guy, the cops are going to want to look for her more than me, I think. If Ryan gets to kill someone before I do, I'm going to be mad. <laughs> I think he's going to go on a Damn this Cairo save. trip! I will kill two people for every one you get to. If I Remember. don't save at least one person tonight, I'm going to be devastated. <laughs> save me, Michael. Coordination is the same. 
Yeah. I'm the one that's possessed. He's about to get alcohol True. poisoning. So. I mean, I mean, we're both just getting alcohol poisoning. Uh, can't possess something that's not alive. Well, I have <laughs> not not in this things case because it was so quick. So no no concentration oh, add, just a straight coordination. Unfortunately, they've left uh, tag team throat to go. It's gonna go so good. Okay, so with a twenty-two. He he grabs it from you. He doesn't. He doesn't seem to be rude. You are feeling like he's pulled it out of your hands because that's what he's allowed Let's to do. Go to Cairo. You're just a woman. But so he grabs it, opens it, and as he's opened it, you take it back out of his hands, and he seems completely shocked. And he and says, "Say her name again." He says a string of words, and he nods his head in in a no, steps through the door, and slams it. Okay, I'll knock on the other door. All right, give me a die roll. Nine. So with a nine, it it takes a few moments, but you can hear movement. As you're waiting, you'll also see movement uh, around the light on the right-hand side. So those those first, I'm going to call it first-story windows. And the person who opens the door is another woman that would be around Sarah's age. Okay. And she says she says the same thing he said. Obviously in a female voice, but... I will say her name. She she will look at you. She doesn't do anything. She says something back and has a quizzitive look to herself. And there's a quizzitive... I'm huh? going to say I don't speak Egyptian. <laughs> so she she blinks for a few moments. Give me a charm roll. <laughs> I'm terrible at charm. Remember, don't speak Egyptian is... <laughs> you can't speak it, walk it. Fourteen. <laughs> So with a 14, she gives you the, the kind of international sign of weight, one finger up, and she, she shuts the door, but she doesn't slam the door. And you can see, again, there's movement around the lights, and Sara comes to the door, and she says acquisitive thing, not the thing that the other person said, not the hello, hi, what. Um, she says something inquisitive. Uh, when I see her, I will give her the message. Oh, so she kind of looks a little surprised, takes the message, opens it, reads it, says something into the room, and you can hear there's now bantering back and forth. She steps on the other side of the door, kind of closes the doesn't really affect, closes it partway, doesn't affect your ability to hear. You still have no idea what they're doing. Um, <laughs> there seems to be a little bit of a back and forth, and then it sounds like, one of the two of them, they sound fairly similar. The only way you can kind of identify Sara's is because it's the closer voice. Seems to be kind of adamant. And the other one kind of go, it says something that you're thinking is maybe okay or whatever or do what you want. And uh, Sara comes to the door. She nods her head at you, steps out, and shuts the door. Okay. I will lead her back to uh, Aiden. So Aiden, continuing with the gentleman. Yep. I was... Uh... If you to keep an eye out, uh, if you can find, maybe retrieve anything that fell from the sky, if it's out there or anything of that nature. So the 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 lead looks looks back, and the one that you don't know, he looks at him. Uh, that one shrugs his shoulders, and he pulls out of his pockets and sets it onto whatever you've been looking at, not on the scrolls. He's aware of that, but sets by them three lumps. Ew. They're the frogs. <laughs> so, um, I'll look at that and kind of nod and thank him. And I'll give him, like, a, a couple of s- packets of scop. 
Okay. And, and he, he smiles. As you give them, the lead one will say to him, don't be rude. I thought you had more. And, and he says, <laughs> but, but he says, no, give it to him. Give it to him. He will give you more. And he kind of lowers his head, fishes again around, and brings out a stone. It looks like a black rock. It's not. Uh, it's not a standard rock. There's, it's, it's not obsidian. No, it's not obsidian. But it is rumply and dark like that. It's not glassy like that. Rumply and dark. Mm. Yep. But not not glassy yeah, like, like, like obsidian rocks. would be. <laughs> so. Um, I will thank you for that, and I'll actually give him like a a whole pound, or make put the rest of it in there to give in him a, a box pound. to give to him. Yeah, and the front one says, "I told you." He takes out a second rock, a smaller one than that one, and hands it to you as well. He says, "We found these. They had they had hit the top of the wall, and come outside just as we were coming in." Okay, so I'll look at that too, and I'll I'll thank him. I'll throw in a fifty feet of rope. Now you don't you don't need to at this point. Okay, with the reaction, you don't need to keep feeding him money. Okay, um, <laughs> or anything. So he says uh, the the leads again says anything else. Anything you think that would be of interest, of course. As always, as always, my friend. Right. I am just kind of uh, uh, curious with the recent events and such. Uh, I'm certain you're aware of their significance. So the three of them kind of look at each other, and uh, all three shake their head no. And the, the the one who normally talks to you says, "I am I am sorry. Uh, no, there's there's significance to this." They uh, well, they reminded me of the uh, the plagues of Egypt during the uh, age of the pharaohs. So something that that you know, but a lot of people have the connections around, so it's possible that they would know. The Egyptians don't. Know the plagues. Okay, cool. that is that is not a common thing for them. That doesn't mean that they're fools or idiots. This is not part of their mythology. Right. There are many, and especially today in in, in our world, because it's so common. I, I think it would be surprising that someone did. But for that time period, it's not it's not commonly known. This okay. wouldn't be. So they say no, no. And the first one says, "Please tell us." And and it looks like they're sitting back for a story. Uh, yeah, of course. So I'll I'll go over the story with them. Okay. And so you're doing which plagues? Moses plagues, the Moses Revelations, plagues. Moses plagues. Okay. So as you go through the the basic story, you can see that they are very uncomfortable. And the the lead one says. I know the story of the staff to snake. He says that is a common thread. Many, many of uh, the viziers, many, many of the medicine men, I don't know what the actual word would be, it might right. be vizier, of uh, the medicine men for the pharaohs had that ability. That is common. He said, and the Nile turning to blood, that's that's something we've heard as well. That's, that's something that is supposed to come again. The... Other one that normally comes with him says, I have read, and he's thinking, he says, I have read somewhere that the Nile has turned to blood, and when it does, it represents a great change. They all kind of look at you like, oh, hey, that was something super pathetic. What what do you think? (laughs) I I have heard that, yes, as well. (laughs) Another question. Can I peek out and see who's like here? I'm yeah, you take a quick peek. You basically three, see three, you know, for, for you, for the stories that you've read in the Penny Dreadfuls, there's three nomads 
almost perfectly as described in the penny dreadfuls that go through deepest darkest Africa or the you know death on the Nile pennies and that kind of thing. They look like perfect. Like if you were gonna if you were gonna we're, we're gonna make a, a, a play with them, these guys would be the guys you'd pick. You know, <laughs> they've got the scarves and covers around their face. Their eyes are a little darker as they speak, and every so often the cover goes down. You can see that it must be up all the time in the sun because around their eyes and on the bridge of their nose it's darker, and you can see the demarcation line. They might be six to ten shades lighter everywhere else. They're all thin, short. Yeah, oh, oh sorry, I thought you were going to say more. Nope. <laughs> um, well, because if I see them, mm-hmm. I would I would think, oh, people that have gone out into the desert. Yep, that's exactly what you would think. Well, it, it brings something to mind of why we're actually here. <laughs> yes. So I'll, what I'm going to do, because I was... Ray, you're watching think, him do whatever it is he's going to do. I'm watching him peek through the crack I, in the doorway. I guess I would respect Aiden... Enough not to interrupt. I think I would. Okay. Unless it dragged on far too long. But I think <laughs> what I would effectively do. My patience do is only so. <laughs> is I'm looking. I'm just gonna be watching out the the wall, the window, or the doorway until I think they are gonna be leaving or somewhere where I could just go up, 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 um, and then come out. Okay. Very good. So, so Aiden, I was gonna ask them if they know of. Real quick. Did you you described the cultists to me, right? I'm remembering yeah, that, right? Yeah, I described. So I, I'm going to describe that a friend of mine ran into these cultists. Describe how they were. They were doing a ritual with these you, you can see all of them get very stiff when you make the description. When you say the word cultists, they fully stiff and they say, this is not good. Uh, the front one says to you, says, Aiden, my friend, you should leave Cairo. You should leave now. We, we should leave. It, 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 it was... Your friend was in it. He. Uh, I'm not. I'm not certain. I understood the he word. He fled from it. it. Actually, I was going to see if you knew anything about. Perhaps you could take a look at them. We were told that he has been possibly possessed. They all three <laughs> look at each other. They. They don't look comfortable. You. You can yeah. watch this uh, right. They do not look comfortable. I'm at not all. possessed. <laughs> and they. They look at each other. And that. I mean, eyes open big. He's in here. He is in your home. Uh, yes, the they, possessed one. Yeah, because <laughs> that's what you just you, said. Right. Do you know if I, do you know somebody I could talk to or a good? Uh, we 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 have we have in our midst a, a wise woman. She she would have a chance. She might know. Would you be willing to perhaps bring her here tomorrow evening? No, no, she can't make the trip. You you would have to come out, my friend. All right. You you know you know the general placement of our camp, and he'll he'll again give you a couple of, of uh, uh, things to look for. Um, so something that you know you can't drive out there. You could potentially camel out there. That means you're going to have to rent camels. Right. But he he will tell you the the landmarks to look for. He he says I will I will warn my people that you come. You you will be bringing just the possessed one. I have s- some friends. And I'll look over at the door. Yeah, there's, there's right. I'm gonna motion him over. I'll, I'll, I'll come out. I'm smart enough that I'm going to put the cane in the kitchen out uh-huh. of and just kind of limp out there. Yeah, do your limp. All right, yeah. give me, give me your charm roll. I'm very charming. Well, if the doctor's going out, I'll go out too. Okay. So. Oh no. I'm not possessed. Well, so here's the thing. When the doctor comes out, and how did you do with your limping? Uh, we 
doing this for years. I don't need to do any of the... Yeah, no, I got a nine. Wait. Yeah, nine. You're going to go with a nine? All right. Oh, uh, wait, no, I'll use a reroll. <laughs> I'm better than that. I'm going to use another reroll, okay? There we go. That's the number I'm I wanted. I'm going to push the devil's luck yeah, on this slip. I'm committed. That's a 16. 16. I'm so, yeah, doing he, it for some time. So, yeah, this is... I think, Ray, this is the first time you've seen the doctor not walk with his cane. He seems to have serious problems moving without the cane. Which which is interesting because you also saw him jump back from you and solidly land mm-hmm. without the cane. Very painful. Um, so when he, when the doctor comes out, the three of them all stand up and take a step back. This is the possessed one. No, this is not. Hello <laughs> <So>, there. <laughs> so they, <laughs> so they, they calm down and then Ray steps out and they again step back. Is that the possessed one? I, I'm going to look at Ray. I <laughs> love God. I'm not possessed. <laughs> so they all they all look odd, and they're they're all doing uh, a, a quick hand right. gesture to ward away evil spirits. Gonna, but they don't move beyond that. I was going to say, uh, yes, that is the one who's possessed. I will make sure he stays over there. And I'll be like, Ray, stay over there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Aiden, I did not want to interrupt your meeting. It seemed like it was coming to a bit of a lull. I, uh, these, these fine uh, gentle gentlemen uh, here, uh, are they from beyond Cairo? Uh, yes, they are known as Bedouin. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, we we came here for kind of a specific set of reasons, and perhaps they may know or be able to help us. We're, we're looking for, I'm not sure how much Grayling had filled you in, but a few tombs. Would they be the ones to guide us or may know of this area? Uh, yes, sir. Oh, no, no. They would not be. Well, shucks. All right, then. <laughs> uh, but if you know anybody, I mean, I guess that's kind of what I'm going for. And uh, you, you do right, know I someone do. that is a part of what's going on. Um, and then I'm going to tell them that he is a doctor, like medical doctor. He heals. And and the, the, the front one starts to speak. The one who, has, who hasn't been with them before interrupts him and says, Will he be coming? Yes. And and you're gonna see this too. You haven't you haven't moved any closer. I'm assuming you've been respecting. Hanging out in the doorway. All right. He walks towards you, and, and you saw them. They backed away without you barely even moving. He seems to be very very comfortable walking towards right, which means towards you. So some kind of disconnect. But he he walks up to you, right. He he takes both knees, bows down, and kisses your. I'm assuming you're wearing boots, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. He he leans down, kisses them three times, comes up and says something to you, and reaches for your hand. I mean, I'll, I'll let him grab he, my he, hand. He puts both hands around it, and it, it's kind of a shaking hands motion, but not like you would actually shake hands, like holding your hand out straight. But he, he takes it, says says something again. What he's saying is, "Thank you, uh, Allah praises you." long life to you thank you and then he steps back and the others all are kind of looking at you and you're getting a little bit of that reverence look to you and so the front one again says so so he will travel with you yes you are very welcome very very welcome at our camp so these two and you actually uh there will be uh, another doctor like him Uh, with 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 skills um 
You don't know it. You I wish I could it. understand you. <laughs> oh, not like me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is a skilled. Uh, As skilled, yes. I can speak no other this language, but I know what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, different, different areas of medicine. And then uh, two uh, warriors, very strong. Uh, this is good. This is good. You will need them. They're they're like the uh, they are like Bastet. They are like lionesses. And um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Good like, job, Frank. Good job, our, Frankie. <laughs> they're like lions. Is probably what lions. You there we said. go. You would have said lions. Sorry. Right. Okay. We we haven't switched over into the. Female, male, change in the vernacular for speech. We're still speaking Oxford English, which means he is for all things. All right. So you get you're you're talking about that with and them. No, I said. And, <laughs> and, right, right. Well, you're and, the and, possessed and so he'll, one. He'll ask, he says yeah. that you're that will be attentive. that will be your group. Yes. And he quickly does a count. Uh, six will be joining. Um. Trying to now. I'm so I want to put in your head, Aiden. The reason I'm asking right. is you have Billings, Billings and Mei Ling, right. and you have Marood and Cal. They're not here. What what would you say? Please don't bring Billings and Mei Ling. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, wait. No, don't bring Mei Ling. She's cool. Bring Billings just so you have a little punching bag. Um, <laughs> there may be four others. They are not here, though, so I cannot introduce them. But, uh, one is another, he is a great warrior. And I'll say his name, uh, Marood, mm-hmm. to see if they recognize they, it. They, they look at each other. Um, you think the name was important, but not like they go, oh my god, Marood, I know that guy. Right. <laughs> the Marood? <laughs> and then uh, I'll say uh, Marood's friend, uh, Cal. <laughs> and then uh, two others. One is a, uh, she is like a, a medicine woman. Because I figured if she knows what ghosts are, right? And then, um, and then her uh, her husband. So, I'm, I'm so <laughs> and her husband. And, so, and our and meal I'll, ticket. And I'll say he is. Uh, um, he is interesting. Damn. Oh, why is my chest hurt? Oh. He, uh, I will warn you, he may, he may be rude or offensive, but it is because he is not as wise as these people. You, you, you my friend, will keep him in check. I will, I will do my best. Yes, ten, we can accommodate ten. Okay. Um... Oh we will see you then tomorrow. Yes, very good. And and they get up. They they say pleasantries to you. The one who came over to you the first time, and just because of position, you know it's the same one. He again comes up to you. Uh, how tall are you? Um, I'm like six foot at this point. Yeah, I thought the doctor was, I mean, he was really tall. tall. He was probably, he was taller when he was younger, but he's, yeah. you know, he's getting a little older. So, so he, he, he the one, he comes over to you again, he again takes your hand, he says something to you, again, uh, Aiden, what he says to him is long life, and then he, he looks like he's trying to do something, but you're guessing you're too tall? I mean, do so I want to? I mean, up like to, up to you. You see, he's looking, and then, and then, if you don't immediately react, 
I mean, I'll, I'll if I get the sense that he's trying to do something, I'm guessing it's some kind of cultural thing. So I'll, I'll like lean down. So if you lean down, he will put, he will take his hands off of your hand, put two fingers on your right side of your cheek, will, 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 um, and then lean to the left side and kiss you on the left side of the cheek, and then again, thank, uh, say the words which is thank you. Right. Put two hands together, bow to you, and back away. Mine are very kind here. <laughs> And they'll and they will take the boxes of food and they will go out the front door. For the U two, which is which at this point is just Frankie and Wolf, if I remember yeah. correctly, mm-hmm. you guys go out the front door and you head where? Well, I'm gonna ask Frankie. It's like where since you were out there, where were where was the majority of the? Um... Did you walk back? No, I can't. Did you guys walk back or drive back? We drove back. You guys drove back. Well, so so Frankie, you you guys know. You definitely know where the carnage was. Um, you drove back, but you guys can certainly walk there. Okay, yeah. I mean, I will tell and, you. And you guys are, you're going to realize that Frankie knows that you guys are walking towards the orange glare. Okay. It's almost non-existent, but in the dark of night, mm-hmm. it's still visible. Yeah. So you guys are walking. It's about 15 minutes worth of walk. And at that point, oh, yeah. you guys start hearing screams. Yelling. I think you'll start jogging. Less, yeah. less anger, and you're thinking more pain. Mm-hmm. As you guys come around a, a corner, which is going to lead you into, and, and you're kind of, I mean, I, I, Frankie has to be fairly good at remembering directions, yeah, totally. that type of thing. Totally. Um, so as you're coming around to what you know should be the marketplace, both of you guys give me a willpower roll. Do you, does this involve uh, the thropes or no? Nine. So with a nine, okay. okay. I'm gonna use one of my personal rerolls on this. So. Maybe I will. I am too. Okay. That is sorry. Fourteen. Fourteen. Thirteen. So both of you guys, as you come around that corner, are reasonably shaken. There was this was a vibrant marketplace. You had stall after stall after stall. There was foodstuffs, there was cooking, there was metallurgy working, there were items, uh, rugs and clothing. It was a huge, viable market. What you guys step into is carnage. Fire has ripped through here. There's almost no standing stalls, maybe one or two on your your quick scan. Mm -hmm. As you guys come in, Somebody steps towards you. Frankie, give me a wit roll. Uh, ten. And it's inanimate. And we'll stop there. Oh, oh no. Cairo animates. Throat town. Throat town. All right. So for the evening, go ahead and everybody take two experience points. Nice. Thank you. And we'll see you next week. Okay. Good night, everyone. Thank you for listening to another NCRP Productions podcast. To stay on top of everything we're doing, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter and like us on Facebook, all at NCRP Productions. You can show your support and help us continue to produce content by joining our Patreon. We offer additional podcasts like our B-sides and have GM materials, maps, and other fun things you can discover over time. You can find our podcasts on YouTube, Anchor, Spotify, Apple, 
Google, and many other fine podcast sites. Just look for us at NCRP Productions. We value your thoughts, so please don't hesitate to leave us feedback or comments. And if you would like to contact us directly, you can email us at ncrpproductions at gmail.com.